And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Joe. What are you doing? Just enjoying this beautiful day and sunny Glendale, California. Why are you in Glendale? I thought you lived in Highland Park or something. I do. This is where my puppies are. Oh, right. I'm a, I'm a proud puppy dad, so I'm looking after those little guys. How are they? They're beautiful. Just the light of my life. Oh, how many are there? Five. What color are they? Gray and tan. They're all the or, same. <clears throat> yeah, blue and fawn, I guess, is the, the technical term. Okay, and then my next question regarding color and puppies is, what color ribbons do you have on them so you can identify them? I just ordered them. Oh, so. my God, late. Bad dad. Bad puppy yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. Did you forget to feed them also? I did. <laughs> I left them outside last night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I know you're not a bad dad. You were caring uh, for them. We were on tour together, and you were caring for them before they were born. Doing my best, man. Yeah. Trying to, trying to make up for all the old non-caring times in my life. Right. How are you faring now that we're home from tour? You, We were on tour together. You were opening for Man Man and driving us, which is rad. How, how do you like being home now? It's been good. It's been good, man. I, I, um, I'm sure you can relate. I've toured enough in my life that the downtime now is kind of nice. It doesn't take so long to get back in the swing of things. It's pretty immediate. Where, where in the past, I think it was like very shell-shocked, like getting back into normal society. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. strange. But now I'm now that I'm older, it's just like, you know, the next day I'm just back to doing <laughs> the stuff that I'm supposed to be doing. I think it has a lot to do with responsibilities that you have. Because when you were in your, when we, when I was in my 20s, I'd be like, oh, I'm so exhausted from my tour. I better go out to the bar for a week and catch <laughs> yeah. up with my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Extended tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you doing? How, how's, how's, the, how's being home for you? It's nice. I love being at home. I love being on tour. I like it all. That's um, good. That's a good place to be. Yeah. And currently both are happening. So that's, that's nice. Oh, um, yeah. I just, I just mentioned that you drove us and I want to say again, how important safe driving, trustworthy driving <laughs> is on tour for everyone. Thanks. Yeah, I know that. I mean, you know it from experience. I'm sure you've had some uh, some gnarly experiences. Yeah, and just worrying, just even bad drivers. Oh, man. man. Just like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, not good for your nervous system. No, it's not. Um, and also, we were roommates on tour, which was awesome. Um, it was. What, what, makes a, <laughs> what, 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 what makes a good roommate? A tour. What makes a good tour roommate for you? In this order, exactly. Yes. R respect, sense of humor. All right. I respect both of those in a fun yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, and you and you had both of them in, in heaps. Oh, I wasn't trying to throw it on myself quite yet. <laughs> I um, I also wanted to ask you what makes for a bad roommate. This isn't always the case, but it's like lack of hygiene mm -hmm. or, um, I don't know, bad, bad sleeping schedule. You know, sometimes a night owl isn't exactly what you need. <laughs> no. Who's that? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just Gary coming in at four in the morning again. <laughs> Gary, yes. we have to leave in two hours. <laughs> Gary talking on this Bluetooth. <laughs> Because the crypto market never sleeps. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure touring with you and and being your roommate. So I, I oh, want to get that out of the way. Yeah, um, same, man. It was so nice having you. And I miss you. You're you're such a lovely... I You know, we've been in the same friend circles for a while. And I, yeah. and I uh, never have like, gotten to hang out with you. And it was very... Uh, it was awesome. You're such a lovely guy. Thanks. Back at you, all that stuff. Hell yeah. Um, more importantly, I had an interesting experience with your music on this tour, kind of cliche and kind of interesting, um, which was, as I mentioned, you were opening um, with your band. What's your band called? Uh, Adam Halfordy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure you didn't change it. Um, and I didn't 
didn't know that your record was out before we we started the tour. And your new record is called CC Fault, which I want to ask about in a little bit. But um, my experience with your music is both cliche and also a little self-centered oriented. And here's how it went. Didn't really pay attention to the opener because I'm self-centered. But the other part of it is I was nervous. I had all those man-man fucking songs running through my head and at time you're playing is like oh fuck i gotta play these songs again. so i was a little slow to it um and that, that always happens on tour for me uh again it's because i'm only thinking about myself but that's just the way it goes um but then once i got a little more comfortable with the man man songs i was you know my brain was opened up a little bit and your song started slowly seeping in and by the time I got home, all your songs were in my head. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. They, they, it really stuck in my head. And then got your record. And I've been Fuck listening yeah. to it since. So Fuck yeah. I know it's maybe a little I'm a little late on the congratulations, but rad record, dude. I just spent two weeks with you and I was like, Oh, you have good songs. <laughs> um, I I mean I I know how that goes. Yeah, that, that's no judgment there. So I'm I'm converted and um, I'm I'm in for for the future of all of your music. Fuck yeah! And I wanna I wanna hear a little bit about where and how you made your record. But first, when you started writing these songs, um, where were you? I know you as a touring drummer, um, but I kind of knew you did other things. But where were you when you started working on these tunes? Weirdly enough, half of these songs, and my God, I hope he never hears this, came about after seeing a Cass McCombs show. Uh-huh. And um, I mean, I like I like Cass McCombs. I, I think one of his albums is fantastic. I won't say which one. Um, and I saw it for the first. I was really excited to see him, and I saw it, and, I, and it was it was really strange. It was like uh, hypnotic. Uh, hippie music almost yeah. it was just a very strange interpretation of the songs and i left thinking like man that was not what i was kind of <laughs> wanting it to be yeah. and then i went home and all of a sudden like all this all these songs came flying out so uh, i kind of owe it to Cass. <laughs> all right <laughs> even though none of them sound like Cass songs um that's that's uh that's essentially what happened um yeah it came it came about it was kind of tinkering around putting some pieces together. I don't know what your process is. Mine is slow. It's mm-hmm. kind of, uh, takes a while to get there. It takes a while to get words feeling right and where I'm not like embarrassed to sing them out loud. Uh, and, and then when the pandemic happened, well, when the lockdown happened, I should say, yeah. um, I kind of had time and money at the same time, which is never, often been my experience yeah. so usually, usually have one or the other right and in this rare moment i had both and um then i got to kind of take an extended period of time and just record with my with my buddy matt schusler who's a wonderful man um has a wonderful studio who i think man man is going to be recording at yes. and and yeah, man, it was really, it was like probably the least uh, stressful, least egotistical process of making an album. And I egotistical in the way that like there wasn't any like insecurity in it. Yeah. It was just kind of a, 
it doesn't matter. Like I, it doesn't matter how this turns out. It doesn't, you know, obviously I tried my best, but there was no, yeah, there was no like, uh, people's lives hanging in the balance to get this thing done. And, and that was a, that was a a first time. That was a kind of a first experience for me, you know, uh, any other, other projects I've recorded on, you know, there's, I just don't want to fuck up for the other people's sake, you know, like I want to do my best so that like, they they're not mad and like that the the project does well yeah and with this it there was none of there was <laughs> no one cared <laughs> there was nobody waiting for it um so that was kind of uh, it was kind of liberating and it and it felt it felt good and it, and i and i think moving forward i want to be more in that headspace so right well it landed on its feet and maybe people were the universe was waiting for it I love it. Yeah. Um, I want to play Wannabe. Is that cool? Absolutely. Let's get to it. Here it goes.
I've listened to that song a lot. Hell yeah. I, I owe you some pennies. Yeah. Some, some Spotify pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you and Matt make this record? Do, I know you play drums and guitar and sing. Did you play all the instruments on this sucker? No. I mean, luckily, uh, I had the help of uh, my longtime music-making friend, um, Jared Petrick, who plays in a band called The Tulips. Mm-hmm. And he played um, all the slide guitar on the on the yeah. album and Matt Schusler played the bass. All right. So yeah, and then I just kind of filled in all the other instruments and yeah, it was a pretty pretty streamlined process. Uh, it's the least amount of people I've ever made an album with. It was like <laughs> it's just me and two other people. You know, it's usually like uh, me and, you know, some guest stars or whatever. You like to bring your friends in, but since the lockdown was happening you know, there was very limited uh, opportunity to get people in just out of, you know, health concerns and all sure. of that. So it was pretty, pretty streamlined. What'd you start with? What instrument did you start? Did you start with acoustic guitar and vocals? Did you kind of tr- track that way? I kind of tracked that way. I, um, we tried to do it the old fashioned way of like mm-hmm. doing, doing the drums first, but, um, I was still kind of working the tunes out and the, and I've done, I've done it in the past where I've like played the drums to a song and instead of, uh, letting the vocal do it, I end up getting married to the beat, Yeah, which is cool. You know, I mean, I'm like bass and drums are like my first go-tos, but with this one, it was more guitar centered, which, which was the first. There were times where I convinced myself, oh, I bet he just did play the drums to a scratch track and then just let her rip, you know. And then later on, my experience was like, I wonder if he just did acoustic guitar and then played things around it. But it, it has a cohesion to it, whatever it is. Yeah, that was, yeah, I mean, you're spot on. That's like, that's pretty much how it happens. To the scratch guitar, vocal, and then like replacing things. But also trying to not replace things yeah, too. Sure. you know what i mean it was it was like it's such it, this is not like the type of music that has to be perfect right <laughs> so it was just trying to get it like close enough so that none of that feeling is scrubbed out so that was i mean it was pretty pretty organic and, and matt's really amazing about um about keeping things smooth and and good um and and not overthinking that process right you know i did notice a couple mistakes but <laughs> little like really teeny ones like not even and i guess i'm kind of with you what they weren't really worth fixing no. <laughs> uh, I, I notice them every day when i wake up you know it's, it's a checklist God. of all the mistakes <laughs> i wish i would have reminded you every morning in our hotel <laughs> Hey, can you send a, get Matt to fix that? Maybe do a quick hey. edit on your record that's already out. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, you know it. Um, I hear a little country in this record. Is there a little country in you, or is there a lot of country in you? Oh man, I hate to I hate to admit <laughs> it, but there's a lot there's a lot of a lot of country in there. More than I more than I think I ever realized. Really? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I grew, I grew up in the country Where? Um, uh, in eastern Colorado, mm. which yeah, we call that the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
which, which is funny because I, I tell people I grew up in Colorado and there's there's kind of a, a strange perception of Colorado as being like this fancy place. And it's yeah. like, you know, man, where I grew up, it's it's like cow slaughtering factories and flatland. Yeah. And people drive without license plates, and <laughs> I mean, and and you drink well water that's like uh, poisoned from fracking. <laughs> it's like that was my that was my experience. Um, so yeah, there was a lot. I mean, growing up too, it was all punk punk music and uh, you know hard rock. And but sure. as I get older, it's like oh my god, the the country <laughs> is is very much in there, which uh, I got to keep in check because you know. No one likes uh, no one likes seeing a guy come back to his country roots at like <laughs> at middle age. <laughs> you know, there's nothing worse than that than that character arc. <laughs> I like it. I like you like country. that. Yeah, I like it. I mean, whatever. We'll 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 let it be. We'll let it be. Glen Glendale Cowboy. Yeah, Glendale Cowboy. Wait till these Nashville guys start covering your songs and you're just <laughs> taking it to the bank. Please, baby. Nashville Incorporated, if you're out there, please. Tell me about this record title, CC Fault. It's a uh, it's a joke that um, my lady and I kind of have with each other about uh, how certain towns, wherever you are, mostly on the West Coast or in like the West Southwest area, uh, are just breathe the same type of people. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, Victorville and where I grew up are like this on the same fault line, the, right? The California Colorado fault line, and uh, the the I grew up in Alt Colorado, which was A U L T, which is a, a unique little town. <laughs> what they got, and it's a it's a town of uh, I think maybe eleven hundred people, but. Um, you know, it's got all the same stuff Victorville has, or, yeah. or uh, San, parts of San Diego. Weirdly enough, you right. know, and you know, so it's, it's kind of a kind of a joke about uh, you know that. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. The, yeah, it's fun. The Colorado California fault fault line. Yeah, it also looks cool. What it has a look. It has a cool look to it. Yeah, yeah it really does. T shirt. Yeah, T shirt idea. I say pocket tee with that on the pocket, and then the nick art on the back uh would Just, you wear that fuck yes are you crazy <laughs> all right well it's in all right order's it's in, in. <laughs> order's in baby <laughs> i'm on my bluetooth right under these things <laughs> with my merch guide all the time yeah um and then what about the art who did that art i i heard someone on tour and i won't i won't mention their name said they wanted to steal the artist that you used on your record I mean, she's great. Uh, this lady um, that I've been a fan of for a while, named uh, Ria Mack, mm-hmm. and she's a uh, she's an ex school teacher turned um, kind of you know she's got that weird uh, pseudo collage thing going on. That's not you know Blood Brothers uh, two thousand six collage, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's cool, man. I uh, you know I saw this piece and it resonated with me. I was like, hey, man, can I? Can I use this? She's like, yeah. it's yours. And it's so nice. Yeah. It's really nice. It's nice on the little dumb phone thing, and I hope to see it on vinyl someday. It will be, be cool. out on vinyl uh, next year from oh, a cool. little uh, a little local label. So, all right, I'll I'll send you one with your pocket tee. Thank you. Yeah, baby. Um. All right, man. Well, oh, I have one more question for you. Um, it's kind of a question. 
I kind of knew that you were an actor, and I um, checked out some <laughs> clips of your acting. You're an excellent actor, and I should have known that. Oh, geez. I should have known that because of our uh, rapport we had both in our room and uh, generally on tour. You, We had something going on. We were kind of talk writing a character here and there. The assistant who transfers chapstick from lips to lips because that is the softest application. Wonderful, amongst other things. Uh, and we laughed every night before bed, which is fucking <laughs> crucial. <laughs> Sometimes I would tell you stories. <laughs> but anyways, back to your acting. Uh, you're a great actor. I, I would consider you a professional actor. And my question for you is, can you teach me one, to be a good actor, not an excellent actor, just good, and then find a director that likes me and wants to put me in their film. Absolutely. Well, to, to take it back, uh, <laughs> you're an amazing storyteller. You, <laughs> for everybody listening, every night before we went to bed, <laughs> Bedtime. Joe, Joe would come in with just a fantastic story. <laughs> and... and <laughs> I haven't belly laughed like that in a while. You know, like the type of laugh that like explodes endorphins into your brain. And, brain. and the uh, the soft-lipped uh, chapstick applicator man is the character that Joe had. Uh, the needy drummer. Yes, that's right. My assistant. Yeah, the assistant. Yes, the need. Very, very particular. And uh, I. It, I mean, that's like, I, I don't know anything about anything, especially music or art. But, um, I mean, as far as acting goes, too, like, I don't fucking know anything. I, <laughs> I want to get another chance to do it because, like, the only people that uh, let me do anything are, like, my friends. Yeah. So, as far as teaching you anything, I got nothing for you. <laughs> I think you would be fantastic just doing the character of Joe. Okay. <laughs> And uh, Ryan, as you know, uh, and I are working on a new thing that I think you're going to be in. Should, oh, I um, hope so. Should we should we get lucky enough uh, to get to make it, which I think we will be. So you will be. Okay, so that's a yes. That's a yes, man. Um, you're in. You are in. 2023 is looking good. I, th I think you're. I think we have you as a mechanic. Really? Yeah. All you're right. you're one of the mechanics. Oh, I'm already preparing. Start living that. All right. All right. Uh, you have any more shows before the year end? I think so. I think I'm going back to Colorado, and I usually do a holiday show when I'm there. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's about it until the new year. Okay. Well, it was great to talk to you. It's great to spend time with you. Thanks Thanks for having me on, man. You rule. Of course. I'll be down in a couple weeks. Okay. We'll, I can't wait to see you. We'll visit. Hell yeah. I'll All get right. my chapstick ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be the guy, but if we could just maybe I workshop it. I being the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to touch those lips again. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Talk, talk to you soon. soon. Take care. See you, man. i